0: Welcome to My City, My Heart. I'm your host, Moha, and each week I'll take you inside the heart of my city, Bombay, India, as it was known then when I was growing up. Mumbai is the official name, and if you ask, what's in a name? Well, in my case, a lot of memories. However, I'll honor her current status. Every episode will also feature guests who'll share their favorite city, town, or village with us. So come, join me as a listener, and also participants. If you have a place that touched your heart, let's talk. In Bombay, cricket fever. I've been away from the cricket scene since the radio days. Yep, it's been that long. I logged off on the little master, Sunil Gavaskar, and haven't logged back in since. But, That doesn't mean it's not somewhere deep inside my system, buried in the depths of the Brabourne or the Vankhede stadiums. Those were memorable day trips, with the fastest adrenaline rush, especially when India was winning. The cricket matches were test matches where five days of revelry was a given. We loved all our cricketers, some more than others, but it was an atmosphere devoid of prejudice. Heck, Even matches with Pakistan in spite of fierce rivalry were played in good spirit, and although I wouldn't like to admit it now, I considered myself a bowler akin to Imran Khan. So you see my friends, we were patriotic, but not hateful. That was a very important trait as I remember it. But coming back to the game, there are a few things that I remember distinctly. The radio commentary was incomparable to any medium. Those moments when we waited for a pause to end and reveal whether it was a boundary or a clean bowl or a six, whatever the outcome, was priceless. I recall people on the streets with a mini radio to their ears or restaurants and small eateries glued to the radio. My grandma, who had a fixer-upper radio, wouldn't let it out of her sight and ears, and we would be hovering around her as we went about our day to keep track of the score. Another memory is that of the actual game on television. The gathering of family and friends in front of the TV over snacks and drinks was a big event. It wasn't wasted time. No, sir. Many were known to bunk college or school and work on those days. And the silliest part was when we carried our individual superstitions with us. Hey, don't go out of the room or else. Sit as we did last time so that India wins, and don't do this, do this, everyone tried their best to create a force for victory. I remember and feel the time spent with our family forming deep bonds of love and friendship over cups of tea and a game of cricket. Lastly, I'd like to share a special day I'd organized for my family. We were from ages six to 60, all dressed in white, ready to play the game in the local field near our home. Even my grandma was probably in her late 70s and had a go at batting. It's a day etched in my memory to cherish forever. Those were the days, my friend. I really thought they'd never end. Stay well. And remember, keep batting, no matter the pitch or the opponent. Take care. Up next, our featured guest. Stay tuned. Our guest today is Nancy, and she is joining us from Irvine, California. Welcome to the podcast, Nancy.
1: Thank you very much. Really appreciate being here. A pleasure to have you. Nancy is going
0: to take us to San Pedro, California. Nancy, is uh, San Pedro uh, part of LA or is it on the outskirts of LA?
1: It's actually, um, it's a really small community uh, in the greater L.A. area. It's actually part of L.A. Uh, and west, about as far as you can go, situated in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, that's where you grew up? That is right. Born and raised there. And, um, you know, we moved a little bit from where I was born, but not much, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was still that area.
0: How was it uh, growing up as a little girl in San Pedro?
1: I liked it. Um, I mm. liked it for a lot of reasons i'm not sure that you know now that i think about why i liked it it's probably adult perspective because i don't know if i was that smart as a little kid but <laughs> i liked the diversity uh mm-hmm. of people and the kind of like the different levels of, of education and uh, the different types of jobs and all it all seemed very exciting to me
0: it is also known as la sport city and one of the busiest ports in united states uh, that was a surprise to me. Did you
1: realize that you were living in a, is yes. one of
0: the busiest ports? Well,
1: you know, I didn't know that. Um, mm. But what I did know is that a lot of my friends' uh, parents worked at the ports. Mm. Um, they were either fishermen or they were longshore workers. So I think mm. I understood. And then we would go down there sometimes and I could see the port traffic and the big cranes and the big, uh, you know, ships that had containers. So I think I understood mm-hmm. what it was, but I didn't understand how busy it was.
0: What was the feeling like when you stand uh, as a little person, we stand on the port and we see all these huge containers and ships and what goes through the mind usually? Uh, yeah, it was and- awesome.
1: It was just, I was in awe of it. There was smells, sea mm-hmm. salt, tar. I can remember those things. Um this enormity you know the size of the ships the containers the cranes it was just like whoa what's this mm. but really not an understanding of the commerce.
0: I believe it goes way back in uh, history the place is actually quite historic it it goes back several hundreds of years connecting Spain and then Mexico and then um, various other cultural residents.
1: That's right exactly and there was some um, by the time I came around, uh, and there was a lot of uh, Slavics, uh, Norwegians, uh, people that were drawn there because they were uh, from, uh, you know, their hometown, which was um, uh, oceans and ports and all. They were fisher, uh, fishermen and, and things like that. So they, they settled there. So it really was fun uh, growing up the, uh, again, the, the foods, mm-hmm. uh, Norwegian bakeries, uh, Slavic restaurants, uh, that my mother and father were very good about introducing me to. Different religions, a lot of uh, Catholicism, of course, because of a lot of um, Italians and Hispanics. Um, and uh, Lutherans from the Swedish group so it was it was fun speaking of a uh,
0: diversity uh with the italians the scandinavians and what was your experience with um, uh, them as a group of people was was it a relatively uh, peaceful community with mm-hmm. uh, everybody getting along
1: yes it was really super good there, there was uh, nothing like we have today in terms mm-hmm. of uh, i don't know in terms of racism or anxieties and everything. It was a small community and, you know, everyone helped each other out. Yeah. Isn't that the way it should be? (laughs) I think, and I wonder now if I was there, whether we would be the same or whether it would be different, you know, because it's been, oh goodness, 40 years since, 35 years or so since I've lived there, maybe longer. And so I wonder um, what it would be like to live there now. There are several bridges as
0: well. I, I did not realize that there were so many bridges over there that connect to major cities.
1: Yes, because there's, um, so it's called the Los Angeles Port and it's Wilmington, San Pedro and Long Beach. And there's uh, there are bridges necessary to get from like San Pedro to Long Beach.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's
1: also a huge naval yard in uh, Long Beach. So we would go over the, um, the Vincent Thomas Bridge and the Desmond Bridge and um they were very very old and, and recently they've redone the Desmond bridge it's uh, huge and uh, very very modern very interesting looking and
0: mm-hmm. as kids what would be your typical weekend like um... well
1: uh really lots of playing because of course again there there was no concern about you know any problems any dangers anything so we were out playing in parks in our yards uh on the streets um you know, so it was really a lot of fun.
0: That's one thing I miss, uh, this uh, freedom from fear <laughs> uh, as we play outside and, you know, with our neighbors, children, it, That that is one aspect I definitely miss in the present day. I don't see as much.
1: Yeah. And again, I wonder, I bet it's that way now in San Pedro, meaning not as free to move about. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty sure of that. In fact, I know that, in fact, you know, there were no gangs and things like that. Now I know certain areas of that community, have gang-related activity and stuff. So it's probably not nearly as um, wholesome as it was before. Catholics were a big, there was a lot of pride in um, culture and your home country, which brought out a lot of Catholicism. And so I say weekends, they had a lot of parades and um, fairs and all that. We we went to all of them. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's always fun and uh, respect for each other's culture enhances the en- enjoyment of uh, other um, festivals, festivals from other cultures as well. So, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I believe there's the largest uh, Italian-American community in Southern California over there.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, lots of Italian restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were delicious and um uh, my mother loved Italian food, so it wasn't a problem to try to get her to go there. <laughs> so, what was your favorite? Um, you know what? Italian food was my favorite. Um, I think it kind of still is, but I also, uh, now I like uh, Mexican food. And basically, I like food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that makes both of us. Do you still have family there? Have they moved, or do you still have a home there? Well, yeah, that's interesting, you should ask. So they're... Um, My mother still lives in that area and still owns her home. Um, The home she is in, she's been occupying for 57 years. That home. (laughs) And uh, it's still there. And then uh, my uh, cousins lived in the San Pedro area. And also there's a uh, island 26 miles off the coast there called Catalina Island. Mm -hmm. And I had a whole family of um, aunts, uncles, and cousins that lived there. And they they moved off the island uh, probably 20, 30 years ago. So the only family member now in that area is my uh, mother.
0: So do you still visit your home? Is that the home you were born
1: in? Or did
0: you grow up in? We actually
1: moved. um, Mm -hmm. We were in an apartment when I was born. Then they moved into a home. And Mm -hmm. then they moved around the corner to my mom's present home. And uh, we do visit that often, uh, that home. And we're not that far from um you know downtown San Pedro and all that, but we don't go there too often um, when you
0: go it might be it might when you go it must
1: bring back memories right oh it does. Mm. I love going there. it's a lot mm. of nostalgia, and I just love I just love the whole experience I think partly that's just mem- fond memories mm. Have you been to the port lately It's yeah, it's a, we have been recently it's a lot busier. One of the reasons we went there is I thought it would be interesting to see this backlog of ships in, you know, because that's when we see this on the news every night. That's what we're talking about is, you know, where I used to be able to go down and look and visit and stuff. Uh, and oh, my gosh, it's crazy. You know, they're saying 1670 ships are uh, piled up out there. And that's true. <laughs> just- that's
0: true. Yes. Because of the pandemic. Right.
1: Yes, they're all there and they're all in the containers and then the the trucks. Yes, it's quite uh,
0: amazing and sad. (laughs) And did you make um, uh, friends uh, while you were growing up over there who are still there or scattered across the country? Yeah,
1: both. So I have a girlfriend that still lives there and um, she and her husband. She met her husband who lived there and Mm -hmm. uh, they were actually quite successful there. They own jewelry stores and uh, antique stores and lots of property. Uh, they're my age so they're retired now and they've closed down the stores but they still have um, homes there and then I have um, a couple of other girlfriends that are there uh, really nice homes that were more current mm-hmm. they're my mother's and then uh, yeah then a lot of them moved uh, which I think is so true of the California community I think they're in LA and they're out of state yeah
0: yeah that I was just thinking of that as you were talking because uh, you know, usually they say the East Coast is got a, a rooted communities, and uh, we are the ones who are the wanderers here. But I think you can be con- considered a rooted uh, member of California.
1: Yeah, being born raised, yeah. you know, in in Southern California. I'm I'm now in the uh, Irvine Orange County area, but uh, uh, nevertheless, not too far away, about yes. 45 miles from San Pedro. So.
0: Yeah so um anything else you'd like to share with us about San Pedro
1: well the terrain is uh like real different than um Irvine for instance it's hilly yeah mm-hmm. it would remind somebody of uh, San Francisco let's say um lots of hills so that's that's really neat that's one thing i miss uh, it's still highly um diverse ethnically and again not quite as much here although we're getting you know better in that sense here but and any favorite foods from um, the different cultural groups in terms of uh, Scandinavian delis, as you were saying, or uh... yes, um, absolutely. There's um, well, so there was an excellent Greek restaurant there, mm. and baklava was always something I enjoyed. There was a what was called an Adriatic, um, which was kind of a Mediterranean restaurant. My favorite.
0: Nancy, thank you so much for sharing your story and this very special
1: place with us. I sincerely appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for doing this uh, project. I think it's great and I really appreciate being uh, invited. Thank you.
0: Okay, folks, that's it for this episode. If you like, do subscribe, tell your friends and families, and please... If you'd like to be a participant, drop me a note. We'd be very happy to have you here. Thank you. Until next time.